So we are in an entirely different variation of reality. Now, that's not readily apparent because if I go through an experience, which we're all doing, we continue to go through upheaval, expansion, upheaval, expansion, the growth cycle. Well, what we're doing each time we do this is we're actually rebooting reality and entering into what we call a new timeline or a new plane. Welcome to the New Age Human Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurial empaths to become successful, conscious creators by diving into alternative health, mindfulness, and innovative technology. I'm your host, John Astacio, and in today's episode, we're bringing back Seth Dietlin, who is going to talk to us about New Earth and quantum economy. Now, this is a two-part episode. Today, we're talking about part one, which is a focus on the new earth and parallel worlds with some mention of the quantum economy. In the next part, part two, we're going to do a deep dive into quantum economy and what does that look like for you and how you can take advantage and be a part of that. Now, if you want to support the show, feel free to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and you can always head over to newagehuman.com to join the newsletter for sneak peeks on future episodes and following us on this journey. Now, without further ado, let's get to the show. Where do you want to begin with that? Well, also, welcome back to the show. Um, I know everybody really loved your last episode, so... Um, oh, that's everybody's great. Everybody's going to love this. We're going to talk about New Earth yes. and quantum economy. Yes, yes. It's a fascinating topic, too. And I think one of the great starting places is that when I f- first started communicating with the angels 20 years ago, they mentioned to me that we would go through a transformation on the planet. You could call it a purification process. You could call it a return to our divine design, because what we have in our world today, the various constructs, or the angels call them false constructs, aren't of the divine's design, and they are not the design that the creator had intended for this world, or that the creator does intend for this world. And that includes the monetary system, the government system, and religions, and things like that. Those are all um, constructs that are meant to evolve as we evolve. And from that, our world will look much different. Think of a world where technology can't be suppressed because there are those that benefit from having technology suppressed and they're able to do so. Mm. So imagine a world where all of this breaks loose. And that's what the angels promised was to come or is to come or is in the process of happening. And we're seeing this happen now. 20 years ago, it was less of a relevant conversation. And a big part of that is how we create in the physical world. And the way that we usually do that now is we earn money and then spend it. But what happens is we are conscious creators, which means that we have the ability to focus on what we want to create and bring it into being in ways that rise above using that infrastructure. And part of the new earth is literally about regaining our access to being able to create without the limitations of a linear system. Mm. And And for now, what's happening is 
that transformation is becoming visible to us, meaning that we, when we look around us with the right eyes, we can see that there are two separate economies going. There is a quantum economy, and I'm not talking about money systems per se. Money is just a tool. So there's a quantum economy, and there is the old economy. So in order to distinct which one is which, the quantum economy behaves like the creator. Now, the creator did not go to Goldman Sachs and say, hey, can I borrow $100,000 because I'd like to create a giraffe today? Right? So we are a product of that creator. We have the ability to create with our higher mind or our imagination and not with the limitation of, oh, great, I have this idea to create my business, my entrepreneurial offering, and now I have to bump up against the limitations of a system that is uh, finite and linear, but also it is manipulated in a way that keeps it from doing what it was allegedly designed to do, which is to facilitate the transfer of goods and services in the world. So we're seeing an overlay of two economies. One is the quantum economy. So it behaves like the creator. It's full of unconditional possibilities. It's infinite. It's expansive. It's full of love, love, the, the energy of love. And it's full of everything that is love's derivative. Whereas the old one is constricting, it's limiting, and it's and, and it is all of it, every bit of its characteristics is the antithesis of the characteristics of the creator. Mm. And that's how we can tell which one is which. We know those because our heart is a measuring device energetically, and we know which one is which. Now, how does that practically come into our experience? Well, when we begin to have a quantum relationship with abundance, abundance will have a quantum relationship with us, and it will circumvent the linearity and the limitations of the current system. Hmm. Um, let's. Can you give us an example? I know what you're talking about, but for someone that's hearing this for the first time, this this sounds too good to be true. It sounds like magic, right? And if you and magic to me is just. Um, something that seems very amazing, and I don't know how to digest that logically or even in an example, but um, is there an example that you can share that you have experienced this new quantum economy? So, yes, and it goes far beyond money. So, I'm going to give you a little bit about how this is set up and how it operates, because the most important aspect of this is knowing how it operates. And as most of your listeners know, a lot of what we learn, we learn from within in a form of remembering. And we also create or broadcast codes from what we garner from within through insight. And then those around us calibrate with those codes. 
And this means that everything happens energetically. So what this means in the simplest of terms is that when we have this new outlook or paradigm towards the abundance that we have in our experience, it will expand by unexplainable means. And if you want to use the word magic, you can. If that word magic is too loaded for you, then use manifestation, but they're the same word. But this is what actually happens when we do this, is that each time we upgrade or we actually expand, we literally reboot reality. So we are in an entirely different variation of reality. And if you think of them as multiple planes, and in each level when we increase our frequency, we're in a higher vibrating plane. Now, that's not readily apparent to it, because if I go through an experience, which we're all doing, we continue to go through upheaval, expansion, upheaval, expansion, the growth cycle. Well, what we're doing each time we do this is we're actually rebooting reality and entering into what we call a new timeline or a new plane. And each time we do that, certainly I may walk out my front door and see the same Buddha statue in the same position or the same St. Francis statue in the same position and I'm not really alerted to I'm in to the fact that I'm in a new variation of reality, but I am. Now, the cool thing is that we're starting to actually see some interesting things that are out of place to let us know that that's happening. And once we get this, it starts to happen. So the first example, and even though it's not about abundance it is and then i'm going to take you there so the first one is that i was guided by the angels to go to hawaii and i wasn't told why but hawaii has a very special energy that calibrates us for new earth blueprints so in other words it is a portal for new earth blueprints so anyone listening to this probably either feels a call to go to hawaii or they know someone who was conscious, who unexplainably went to Hawaii. And people are being called there to be calibrated with the new earth paradigms or the blueprints of the new earth. And what's funny about that is the place that I was guided to uh, stay was in Lailani Estates on the Big Island, which is the area where the 2018 uh eruption of Kilauea, which uh, frac came through the fracture in the rift zone, so it wasn't in a caldera, uh, literally cleared the land and made a new mountain. So I literally was two blocks from new earth, hmm. new earth that had just been formed and was in that energy. At any rate, when I came back, I realized that I didn't go to Hawaii as in a geographical location on earth, but that I had traveled into a higher dimension to be calibrated. But when I got back to the mainland, I realized that I was in a different variation of the mainland. 
of reality entirely. And there was a brand of water that is from the Big Island that is filtered through the volcanic rock, which has a lot of interesting minerals and, and things like that. I started finding it all over in convenience stores. And I knew that to be a sign that I was in the same variation of reality that I had stepped into. And once I realized it and got that message, I couldn't find it anymore. But I could order it online and I realized it's water and water holds energy. Mm. So I started ordering the water and drinking it um, as a way of continuing the expansion. So when I realized that happened, and this is the nature of the conversations I have with the angels. I want to cut you off real as, quick. Yes. I want to dive deeper into that water um, experience that you had, um, because I'm thinking someone can easily say, well, maybe there was just a good timing. Like, how do we know that you haven't been paying attention to water like that? Like, it's just a water bottle. Like, how do you know that that was a, a change into a different version of Earth? Right. Well, that's a good question. First of all, someone who would find that important to know and look for a reason to negate that there's something bigger going on there, it's hard to speak to that person, right? Now, I can tell you that the location where I found this water, I used to go there every day and know the entire inventory of water. So the location where I found it was in a convenience store that's right next to a place where I used to work in Sedona. And I used to walk over there every day and get bottled water while I was working. And I usually got the Fiji water. And I knew every brand of water that were there. And it was interesting because they started carrying it. And once I realized that it was a sign, I went back and they didn't have it anymore. So that's just my experience. Mm. Now, once the opportunity to understand through practical example came into my purview, the next thing that happened within a few days is that I had been invited into the knowing that I could repair something that was wrong with my car. So in Sedona, when I got back from Hawaii, my parking sensor started malfunctioning on my car. And so there's no BMW in Sedona, and I knew I was going to California. So I was like, okay, when I get to California, I'll get them fixed. And while I had that thought, the angel said, how would you like to use energy to create the solution in this case. I was like, sure, I'm open to it. And a few days later, a friend of mine who lives in Phoenix had a very misfortunate situation happen to her. And for whatever reason, I felt that it was important that I go down and spend some time with her, bring my presence and bring a bit of that energetic shifting. So while I did that, I could feel that I shifted into another variation of reality. So in other words, when we spend some time doing something expansive and we are expanded, we feel shifted. And I had realized, oh, wow, I just shifted into another variation of reality. And that's how we do it. In this case, one of the ways that we can do that 
is behaving like the creator. Because the act of driving two hours down to Phoenix, dropping everything that I was doing or working on just for the well-being of another person was a, a, a behavior that's characteristic of the creator, which is also characteristic of the quantum economy. And so when I backed out of the driveway, my parking sensors were working normally, and they have ever since then. And when I realized that that was the case, what the angels had mentioned is that at that level that I had done the upgrade, it wasn't that it repaired my car, but that I had slipped into a variation of reality where it wasn't broken to begin with. Hmm. And right, this is the concept that we just pick to understand via our body's resonance. Now, 20 years ago, when I first started doing healing work and started learning healing energy work, I was in a session and Raphael and Metatron came to me. And this is at the very beginning. They said, what we want you to know is that the process of healing isn't about fixing something that's broken, but it's about remembering that it wasn't broken to begin with. And I instantaneously remembered that conversation from 20 plus years ago when I was backing out of my friend's driveway and had realized what they meant. So if, for example, I'm in the experience of having cancer, the trick in healing is remembering that I don't have it, which is ultimately then the vibration that moves me into a timeline where I don't have it, mm. which is where it would disappear. This also is the same thing with lack, limitation. Now, since I've been practicing this, and this is where this comes in, now I find that I am less busy or less consumed with my work, doing less of what we would call in a linear sense productive, and yet for some reason, the balance of my bank account has expanded, and I can't explain why. Mm. You know, I'm actually feeling bad for, it sounds like you did what I like to call a quantum leap, and I feel bad yeah. for the version of you and that still has to figure out how to fix this car. <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's that's just an illusion, right? I, especially, and I guess you could call that a form of abundance as well, because um, anyone who's ever taken a BMW to a repair shop knows that by saving or not having to spend that, there's uh, there's abundance right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and there's a visual that comes up and... Um, are you familiar with the term cymatics? No. Cymatics is make, using frequency sound to turn um, like sand into a visual. Like you can vibrate mm. a piece of, a, mm -mm -mm. A, you've seen those images, right? Where you, you can vibrate yeah. sand in, in a, a jar of water and it makes like a, a geometric shape. Yeah. So when I'm very visual, so I'm thinking of, how I'm going to explain what my thoughts are. And the best thing I can think of is if you're going from one frequency to another, right? You, you, you bumped into another form of reality. And um, if with cymatics, that helps us visualize sound creating different shapes and sound right. is frequency. So if you bump a sound, a, a level of frequency, you change the sound and you change 
the shape, the geometry. So, and if geometry were like a crop circle and you're walking through the maze, right? And then you bumped your reality to a different image, that path changed for you. Right. And that's a very like base level of thinking of it, but that's how my mind digested it. Whereas your path, what you see, things started shifting and now the car that was part of the old paradigm, the old or the, the past level of frequency you were at, let's just say consciousness, you bumped up to help somebody and that was very uplifting, very high vibe um, mm -hmm. actions and activities and it, and it pulls a higher version of yourself and then everything started shifting around you. So I'm thinking like that movie Inception where <laughs> the bridge comes out of nowheres and like the mirror doubles up, yeah. you know, um, which... Well, and that's... And that's the whole idea of ascension anyways. We use that term to, to refer to the transformational process of leaving the experience that we have, which quite frankly, we don't like, and we don't like it more and more every day, but we're leaving that experience into something that is more like us, which is more expansive and more like our actual design. Mm -hmm. And so when we're doing that, we're discovering a lot of things. One is the linear world is actually built by something quantum that is completely nonlinear. So that makes the linear world an illusion. So if I think of like numbers in terms of I have $100,000 in my bank, I add 100,000, now I have two. Now I'm going to spend 150, now I have 50. That part of it is an illusion, which when we get to this new level of awareness, we're not going to watch the numbers go up and down. And, and this goes beyond money because money isn't abundance. First of all, I want to make that clarifying point right away. It's something that we use or something that facilitates that, but there is something quite different which is the freedom to be able to expand. That's all we want. Mm. We want the freedom to be able to expand. Bottom line, we don't want to be inhibited by that expansion. I know a lot of people, myself included, I'm ready to start traveling in the portals. I'm ready to levitate. I'm ready to manifest, you know, fly. the Land Rover. Yeah, instead, yeah, let's do it. But what's also interesting is that if you think about it this way, and this is how you know that you've broken free into a new paradigm. So very often we will use the term when you're investing in working with a conscious being to calibrate what they have become aware of through their journey, whether you're taking a class with them or whether you're doing a one-on-one -on -one session with them, we call that an investment. And there's a reason why, because it comes back to us, mm -hmm. right? So sometimes I'll hear this when I offer a course and I'll be online and there's a gathering of people and I'll offer a course and they'll say, I can't afford it. And I have to make them understand, actually, you won't spend any money for this course because if you pay whatever the energy exchange is for this course, it will come back to you multiplied. So recently, I myself invested in 
myself in some expensive courses. And the minute that I did that, my inflow took a quantum leap. And I haven't even implemented the information that I gained. I'm only on module one and two of two very powerful courses. And within uh, a couple of weeks of being in those courses, my numbers, like, you know, how we have the numbers of what comes in from transactions, the numbers week over week are up 94% every week, mm. another week, and another week. Now, I didn't watch those numbers come in, but I was blown away by how day after day there were resources coming in. And it wasn't just that. It's the idea that I don't have to worry about my car breaking down because I'll just slipstream into a higher dimension where... <laughs> It's already in a perfect state. Especially but, if you have a BMW, you need to have that, those right, skills from what I right, read. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and there's other things because what also happens is that I find myself constantly in expansive dialogue with other people. Mm. I find myself in very satisfying conversations with people. There's more to it than just the money, but I have seen that expand as well mm. as a result of it. So, for example, when we go to someone who has uh, a gift or talent that brings us into expansion, that's why we call ourselves human potential activators. I call myself a human potential activator. You call yourself a human potential... Well, uh, you could say human potential coach, human potential activator, yeah. and they're pretty much right. doing the same thing. Right, because what happens is that this type of work causes the expansion, which allows us to actually do the reality reboots to get into some more favorable timelines. And in those timelines, that's why we can't be tethered back by what's already happened. Oh, well, that good thing's never going to happen to me because it's never, ha it's not going to happen to me because it's never happened before, or I'm X amount of years old and something like that has never happened. Well, that's fine, but you've never been on a higher timeline. So when we stay tethered to what can't happen because it hasn't happened, we actually stay anchored into lower timelines. Now that makes a lot of sense, right? Mm -hmm. But what happens when we invest in ourselves, and that can be buying flowers for ourselves, it can be treating ourselves to a massage or a manicure, or anything that invests in ourselves or loves ourselves, it's actually not depleting like money in a linear way, whatever it is that we allocate, and I'm going to say that instead of spend, whatever it is that we allocate will multiply its return. And when I use this example of seeing this personally, right after I'm recognizing or becoming aware of through the angels, how the mechanics of these timeline shifts and variation of reality reboots happen, once you become aware of it, it starts to happen more. Mm. And not only does it happen more, but it actually has an exponential effect of what becomes possible that was before not possible. So we have a road ahead to discover what we can do that we know we can do, but presently don't have access to it. And then what I mean by that investment, again, 
these courses that I've taken, I'm only on like the second of 11 modules and haven't even begun to implement what's in the container of the course. But by literally investing in myself, it's already started to return. All right. That was part one of our two-part series with Seth Dietlin. Next week, we're going to talk about quantum economy even further. We're also going to add in a conversation around the perspective of time, quantum thinking, and much, much more. If you think this was deep, next week is going to get deeper. Hope you're ready. I'll see you there. See you.